I'm Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News. Political elites in Lebanon find a scapegoat after the Beirut explosion. Meanwhile, Christians are fighting child marriage. We'll explain how and why. Keep listening because there's a place for you in this story. We'll begin today in the Middle East where Lebanon's prime minister and three former ministers have been charged in connection with the August 4th Beirut explosion. 30 port officials have also been detained in that case. But Pierre Hosni of Horizons International tells us... Hassan Diab, the prime minister, he's really somebody that came in pretty recently. And it's it's kind of silly to give him the responsibility for really what the power brokers have done over the past like seven years of having all these explosives in the port. So it's really not his fault at all. And basically, it's just looking like they're trying to put up the weakest scapegoat that they can to uh, themselves uh, escape scrutiny. The explosion decimated Beirut's port, damaged buildings throughout the city, and accelerated Lebanon's economic decline. Over half of Lebanese now live below the poverty line. To me, you know, all these headlines and politics those are not the real significant things. To me, it's the significance is the is the human suffering that's going on right now because of all these uh, corruption and the stealing of all these billions of dollars that really should be, I think, in God's eyes, be used to let these people live and prosper. Jesus knows the hopelessness and suffering many in Lebanon feel right now. As Horizons International provides help and hope, pray many would see his love in this work. Next, in Iraq, both Christians and the Yazidi tribes are cautiously hoping for peace. This region's been greatly affected by ISIS. And while some areas have yet to rebuild, Samuel of Redemptive Stories says... In other areas, you're beginning to see some rebuilding, particularly areas that were hit hard by ISIS. feel like now that there's enough peace in order for them to go back and begin to invest again. We've seen churches being rebuilt in places that were hit hard by ISIS, particularly in the Nineveh Plain, which has been exciting. In one area that we visited, the church was completely damaged, and they're hoping to have it ready for Easter. A peace agreement in October indicated that the Yazidis might be able to return to their region. ISIS caused them to flee years ago. However, Samuel says that many refugee camps have yet to shut down and help the Yazidis relocate. As the end of the year approaches, Samuel asks prayer for the Iraq region. And I think that one of the big prayer requests is that the governments and the powers that be in both of those areas, Kurdish governments, the Iraqi federal government, would begin to step towards a process which would allow for people to choose their own faith, to follow Jesus, even if their background isn't Christian. Find your place in the story at missionnews.org. And as the pandemic continues, the number of child marriages has also surged. Maggie of World Concern explains that poverty and education are closely related to this issue. Poverty is one of the key drivers. When a family is experiencing poverty, they often see particularly girls as a financial burden. And so marriage is a way to relate leave the financial burden of that family. I don't think poverty is the only driver, though it's interconnected. I mean, another key driver we see is a lack of education. And there's a lot of statistics that show that education is a key to preventing early marriages. COVID-19 has exacerbated these drivers through economic fallout and school closures. World Concern works to help these at-risk girls by granting scholarships, providing poverty alleviation solutions, and teaching vital skills like communication. This work is all informed by the belief that both men and women are image bearers of God. As World Concern continues this vital work, 
Maggie asks for prayer. I think that um, would really appreciate if people could join us in prayer about the impacts of COVID-19 and just really praying that God will raise up advocates and leaders in these communities to protect girls from early marriage. Thanks for listening to Mission Network News, a listener-supported service of One Way Ministries. This month, Slava Gospel Association offers My Father's House. It's a devotional written by women for women, and it uses the furnishings of the Old Testament tabernacle as object lessons, along with stories of ministry to Slavic women for your spiritual growth. Get your copy for free when you click on the banner ad at missionnews.org. I'm Ruth Kramer.